When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, I talk to a lot of aquarists throughout the, the weeks, and uh, this week was no, intro, no different. I was talking to a, a few different people, and I remember one of the most distinctive conversations I had was with an aquarist who was talking about her tank, and she kept apologizing during the conversation about that fact that her tank wasn't large and that she didn't keep big fish. And I was like, what? what? It was sad. It was totally unnecessary. And it, it's not the first time I've heard this sort of thing. Like, what's wrong with keeping small fishes and modest-sized aquariums? Where does this stuff come from? Look, I like small fishes. In fact, I really like the really small fishes. I prefer them. I favor them. I enjoy them. Big fishes are cool, but, well, they're big, and they poop and they eat a lot, <laughs> and they need large physical spaces. Otherwise, most tanks are the equivalent of you or I spending the rest of our lives in our, you know, comfortable living room. I mean, great, you have satellite TV, snacks, a comfy couch, but after a while, those four walls start to close in a bit, right? Well, in my warped mind, that's kind of how I see it. It's not like bigger is better, at least not always. And I'm kind of militant about it, actually. I remember in my custom aquarium installation days. I used to hate it when a customer would build, say, I don't know, a five or 600 gallon aquarium and then want to stock it with really big fishes like full-size trigger fishes, moray, eels, large angels, tangs in the saltwater or arowana and huge big ass cichlids and tiger datinoids and stuff like that. Oh, and sharks. I have no idea what it is about keeping a shark in a relatively large, but obviously not large enough aquarium that appeals to people. Quite frankly, I'm not so sure what it is about keeping sharks in general in an aquarium that appeals to people. I guess that's another thing for another time. But anyhow, my observations of the general public and a good segment of the aquarium keeping community seem to indicate that a lot of people just figure, you know, I have a really large tank, now I can keep some large fishes in there. I never understood that mindset. I mean, in theory, you could keep larger, more metabolic waste producing fishes in a larger tank, of course. Yet, then you have this group of really big fishes that can make a big mess, grow even larger, and ultimately end up with the same issue that many of us face, not having a large enough aquarium for all the fishes that you want to keep. So, I pose the question, why not keep more small fishes, lots of them, in an aquarium environment that provides more than enough physical space, creates an interesting environment for them, and that they won't outgrow, like ever. I mean, can you imagine how many, you know, ruby tetras or um, tucano tetras you can keep in a 500 gallon aquarium i don't know i mean a shitload of them right of course the immediate counter argument that i'm sure somebody will, will say is do you know how much it would cost to purchase you know 250 tucano tetras and of course my smart ass counter argument is look if you could afford to purchase outfit and run a 500 gallon aquarium then you can afford to spend 12 dollars a piece on some half inch fish Gee, I wonder why I don't do a lot in the way of uh, tank build consulting anymore. <laughs> Look, 
and I haven't even had my first cup of coffee today. And of course, one of the most common pro nano aquarium arguments is equally as stupid in my opinion. As you know, it typically goes like, well, the smaller aquarium allows the fishes to be closer to their food and, you know, for you to observe them more easily. It's like, oh, come on, really? Honestly, I can discuss the absurdities of that assertion, but it'll just get my blood pressure up. We can do better than to use those lame excuses as a rationale for keeping little tanks as well. Look, I love nano tanks. I, I didn't used to, but I really do now. I think they're cool, they're fun, they're practical, they're economical, they're purposeful, and I suppose you could make the argument about keeping track of tiny fishes and having them be closer to their food. But man, it's sort of funny to me. I mean, there's a lot of ways to feed tiny fishes in larger aquariums, really. And if you look hard enough, you'll see little guys in that monster tank. You will. Hell, we find them in streams, so why can't we find those little ember tetras in a 300-gallon tank, right? What about the fact that you can use nanos as a test bed for a lot of crazy ideas? That's how I started playing with the idea of sedimented substrates, leaf litter only tanks, you know, tree root aquariums, catapa bark substrates, all kinds of crazy stuff that's too expensive, time consuming, or downright experimental to do in a 50 to 100 gallon aquarium. Now, look, I have nothing against large aquariums. In fact, the smallest. I don't know, the small saltwater aquarium I've kept in the past 10 years is the one I have now, 115 gallons. The, the smallest freshwater aquarium I've kept, I've kept some nanos, but right now I'm keeping a 50 gallon. So before I blast the whole institution of bigger aquariums are better and piss off everyone who wants to own a, you know, deluxe size aquarium, let's just clap up the advantage of larger systems, okay? So, oh, what's a large system, large aquarium anyway? Well, as far as I'm concerned, a large aquarium is anything over, I don't know, 100 gallons, 400 liters. Or you could look at it from a more practical standpoint. Large is any size aquarium that will result in chiropractic bills if less than three people try to lift it. Large is any aquarium that would result in, I don't know, weather patterns forming in your living room as a result of the moisture. Large, well, you get it, I can go on and on, but large is large. All right, I'll give you this. Larger aquariums do offer a more stable environment. Larger water volumes retain temperature better, acting like heat sinks, they hold more oxygen, maintain chemical balance longer, and dilute metabolic waste easier by virtue of the volume. Provided, of course, that the aquarium is not overcrowded and that the common sense husbandry techniques that you know are employed. Within reason, larger volumes of water, especially with tanks of greater surface area dimensions, allow you to keep greater numbers of fishes or, dare I say, larger fishes. Of course, why do you have to keep huge fishes just because you have a large tank? I'm just not getting this still. Of course, common sense must prevail too, and I've met a few hobbyists whose ego was even larger than their tank. And again, just because you have a large tank doesn't make you cool or more successful or advanced or whatever. If your fishy career includes a legacy of mismanaged, overcrowded 10, 20, and 50 gallon tanks, some possibly ending in disappointment or disaster, there's a really good chance that you're going to repeat the same thing with your 250-gallon aquarium. In other words, to put it bluntly, if you suck, you're just buying more time with a large tank. It may take a little longer and cost a lot more, but that's the inevitable outcome. Of course, large aquariums do provide more space to develop dramatic aquascaping themes. You can utilize that huge tree trunk or piece of driftwood or whatever that would look ridiculous in a smaller aquarium. You could actually build up a six-inch layer of leaf litter and still have room for water and livestock. Yeah, big tanks are pretty cool. Of course, they're also expensive to purchase, and they're a bit tougher to work with. You need long arms or tools, and they cost more to operate. They take longer to stock, trust me. 
Although I know plenty of people with 20 to 40 gallon high-tech planted aquariums that spend more money on them than I did on a few of the 75 to 100 gallon reef tanks I've set up over the years. Look, it's easy to fantasize about the huge aquarium you're gonna build when you win the lottery. It's quite another to actually set it up if you're of more modest means. In reality, it's usually necessary to compromise somewhat based on budget, space, time, or other factors. Remember, despite what you may see and hear from time to time, having a large aquarium does not brand you as a success in our hobby any more than maintaining a smaller system brands you as a novice. It's not like you cross over some imaginary barrier and arrived as a serious hobbyist when you get a big tank. Success in the hobby is about creating and maintaining a healthy, vibrant ecosystem, regardless of its size, for the long-term growth and prosperity of its inhabitants. We know that. Yes, large aquariums are impressive. Well, from a size standpoint, at least. I've seen plenty of large aquariums that were downright unremarkable. In fact, I've probably set up a few myself. I mean, they really suck to the point where you wouldn't want them if they were given to you, really. Many hobbyists set up huge systems as the next phase in their aquarium career, and some end in disappointment or even disaster. If you're not able to master the art and science of aquarium keeping with a small tank, a large tank will not be any different for you. Think about that before you leap. Large aquariums can be visually arresting, beneficial to their inhabitants, and generally add a new dimension of fun to your hobby if you're into it. However, the time, the money, the commitment to maintain them are all serious considerations. Keeping a large aquarium is not an endeavor that you enter into lightly. For many hobbyists, a more modest-sized aquarium allows them to enjoy their hobby as well as their life. Being forced to become a tank slave to your monster-sized aquarium may not lead to long-term hobby happiness, trust me. On the other hand, smaller aquariums do require discipline and self-control in order to keep them properly stocked and correctly maintained. The margins for error are proportionately smaller than in large aquariums. So be aware of this and enjoy your aquarium accordingly. This is not rocket science. Regardless of the size of your aquarium that you create, think outside the box when planning your system. Do something different. And in the end, it's your call as to how you want to proceed in the hobby. Don't buy into the latest trends or fads or Instagram posts or whatever. You know, just because somebody has this ridiculously huge in-wall aquarium system doesn't mean that you and your 20-gallon, you know, all-glass aquarium are, are a, a failure. Just go with what works for you. It's not the size that makes your aquarium special. It's the skill, the dedication, and the imagination that you put into it that gets it done. Creating and maintaining an aquarium that brings pleasure and enjoyment to you is the true measure of success in this hobby. And my bad attitude about big tanks is probably not helpful, but it is kind of fun to piss everybody off now and again. Seriously, I like that. Anyway, keep things interesting, right? Or perhaps annoying, depending on how you look at it, I suppose. Anyway, stay on the edge, stay innovative, stay honest with your feelings, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin Aquatics. Thanks for listening to me today on my little rant, and I'll talk to you on the next time on The Tint.